This week on the Push Willows podcast, we answer a whole host of questions from you, the listeners. Three, two, and one. It's question time. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dammy. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, man? I apologise for my nasally sounding voice. Yeah. I'm still a bit ill. Um, yeah. No, I've not been well over the last few days and I hate not being well. I hate it. But worse, isn't it? The worst. I've, as I've got older, I realise you just have to stop and just let yourself <laughs> get better. Like When I was a lot younger, I used to think I was hard because I could push through it and yeah. now I'm just like, there's nothing, there's no benefit in that. Just stop. Just do nothing. Rest. You are old as well. You are old. I'm no. old, obviously. Oh, that's the biggest <laughs> issue in life is that I'm getting old. But yeah, Still not 100% really uh, at the moment, but oh well, we live and learn, you know, still the podcast goes on, so, <laughs> and, and I'll be honest, Tom say to me, if you don't turn up, then I'll just replace you with Josh forever, I know. Totally. So, that, was, well, that I was the bill, I I bet turn up. <laughs> he was, he's sitting at his laptop right now, just kind of like, waiting. Uh, Tom, <laughs> getting there, is he, is he calling you now, is he, sweet, right. mm. um, yeah mate, so, What's been going on in your world apart from being ill? Um, nothing crazy, really, to be honest. Um, other than everyone else being ill, so Laura and Isabel are also ill. But, um, <laughs> but no, we, um, we had uh, Amelia Thompson on uh, YouTube the other week. Doctor Amelia Doctor Thompson. Amelia Thompson. <laughs> she, she's going to go mental if you, if you didn't call her that, right? No. Um, she doesn't have <laughs> common sense, though, as we established, or general knowledge. She doesn't have um, common sense or general on the YouTube knowledge. video. Um, oh, yeah. So no, that was really good. That went down very, very well. Hon- honestly, got- as as much as I like Amelia, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's fine because what I also found out as well is that her sister is an avid listener, and yes. I don't want Amelia to steal the spotlight here because, to be honest, like you said, she, you know, she doesn't really deserve it. No, I think we should put it back on our listeners. So yeah, Amelia's sister listens. So hello. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, so that was really, really good to see her and spend a bit of time with her and chill out. And we talked about intuitive eating and mindful eating, um, which is a topic that I think has obviously gained a lot of traction yeah. um, over the last year or so. And it's very interesting speaking to her because she has an evidence-based background in it and obviously talks about the evidence behind it and all this sort of stuff, which there is. And there are, and, and the way she approaches it is very much there are still rules, certain rules to it for people, for herself. Whereas a true intuitive eating approach would have zero rules at all. She's like, that's just dumb. You know, you still have to have some element of making decisions based around protein. I, and I wouldn't really understand that because <laughs> how can yeah. intuitive eating have no rules? Well, like the thing is, like with intuitive eaters, is that because then, it, then intuitive eaters show you, yeah, if you had, if you didn't have any rules that you tried to stick by or guide, you allow guidelines. No, no, nothing. They're literally, literally saying that it's just like nothing. you just go on what you what, what you feel like you want. And it's like, well, I always want cheesecake, so... Well, yeah, that's impossible. Well, no, this is the argument, right? Is that You, but, you can't ever have that. You will always have a biased view. Well, everyone's doing intuitive eating right now. Look at No, them. no, like, it's, it's literally... According to whatever you just said, it, it, that is literally impossible. <laughs> it's like, what? It, it, it can't be done. If, if, you, if you're not allowed to follow any guidelines, any bias, then... No, the only guideline is you have what you want to eat. You eat what you want. Well, I do that all the time. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> Everyone's in a mess because of it. Like, um, 
but like she, you know, she would argue that true intuitive eaters would say that they're anti-diet or anti-rules. Anti-diet, so, but they, they, but, but what they're eating is a diet. Well, yeah, but they don't know that, do they? They're not, <laughs> they're not smart enough to know what the word diet means. No. Um, Flat so, earth, yeah, it? it was it was good to chat with her, and we've had a good good feedback from it. Um, but yeah, we thought we'd f- throw the floor open to all the people on Instagram, didn't we, today? We, we, we fought two hours before the show. <laughs> but I, I was like, I'm walking across the... Well, so you post it, and I was like, oh, well, I better post it then. And then I come on the show, and you're like, oh, I had, I, no, I had loads of topics to cover. I just thought I'd put that on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I had quite a few things to like save that I really wanted to talk about, like actually big topics. And then I was walking across like Waterloo Bridge, and I was just like, oh, this is a nice picture of the wheel. And uh, yeah. And you intuitively out. just said, "Ask me any questions." <laughs> I was just like, "Oh yeah, we're recording tonight." I was like, and then I remembered, yeah, I'd saved about three or four things that I want to talk about, but they can be other other shows. We can even bring on other guests to talk about that kind of stuff. So, whereas these unfortunate people who have asked us questions actually want our opinion about it, so we might as well do that, eh? And we, we've got we've got a couple of topics at the end if we have time. If we break the, I don't know, 35, 40 minute mark and uh, we're still going on these questions, which is far more likely, we'll probably go off on at least 10 tangents. So, yeah. So, I mean, we're five minutes in. We haven't talked about anything yet. So, um, it's about part of the course. <laughs> it's normally about, yeah, seven or eight, and we're probably on some sort of cereal drinks topic. If anybody's keeping score, I'm sure they are. Um, I'm having a, a Sprite right now. Um, I believe it's zero. Yeah, it's zero. Open, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's three calories. So, well, I had my Coke Zero vanilla before we well, came on. Well, it doesn't say zero out. on the can, so I'm a bit concerned. <laughs> well, it's definitely the silver can. It says three calories. But I also do have a Fanta Zero with me as well because uh, me and Dan were talking some big shop and ideas before the show, and I I knew it was going to be a lengthy conversation. Dan didn't prep with two drinks, so. No. He had to go. Well, so I had I had Coke Zero with vanilla, and now I've just got trusty Robinson summer fruits in a, Ooh, uh, in a glass. Yes. Such a so. dad move. <laughs> that's that's you know basically it. yeah. That's that is that is a proper dad drink. Good man. Well done. Um, <laughs> right, we got some topics. Are you gonna go first? Or are we gonna go one 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 one? Uh, do you want to go one 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 one? Yeah, yeah. Let's All do right. that. You can go first, Dan. I'll go first because I'm such a gentleman. Right. What's more important, helping clients enjoy exercise or getting them results? I've got an answer for this. <laughs> What's more important, getting them results or helping them enjoy exercise? Yeah. Um, if I'm taking that as a blank, blank, uh, blanket statement, um, obviously it depends. Um, but if it's a blanket statement... <sighs> The person is probably paying me. Their goal is probably going to be. Um, well, it's not going to be enjoyment, is it? I don't think they're going to come to me about enjoyment. Results, it's going to be getting results. I think if you no get matter results, what, no matter what the results it. are, obviously they're they're coming for me. If the result is that they want to get enjoyment out of training, <laughs> um, but no, it's going to be results. Only, I yeah. just think some people will never enjoy training. They do it for the results. They, that's why they, they do it. And I think the majority of people, 100%, once yeah. they see results, they then do enjoy it more. And actually, the results can... People assume results is fat loss or muscle gain, but actually results can be movement acquisition. So actually, just getting, feeling more comfortable in the gym is a result. 
and actually that therefore means that they'll keep coming back. Yeah, it, would, it um, depends on the goal, right? So whatever their I, starting out goal was. So I just, um, I just think as a as a trainer as well, I think that as a trainer, every every trainer I would suggest could probably help their client in your exercise, but not every trainer can get results. That I'm going to throw it out there and say that. In theory, they should, but because all you've got to do is say to your client, "What do you enjoy doing?" Oh, I enjoy just walking on the treadmill. Go walk on the treadmill then. Right. <laughs> but they're not Let's going go. To, they're not going to get results from that. And I think, from from my point of view, and I think from a from a point of view of of people, it's like people go to a trainer because they can't do something themselves. A lot of people go to group exercise classes because they enjoy them. They go on long walks or long runs with their friends because they enjoy them more so than going to the gym, but they don't get results. People pay generally to get results. Um, Obviously, if they can enjoy it as much as possible along the way, great, but there'll be elements to it that they just won't enjoy. Um, You know, I used to have clients all the time that hated doing certain exercises. I was like, look, you kind of have to be able to to do this movement. Like, it's pretty fundamental. Once you can do it, we can move on, blah, blah, blah. And then, through time end up enjoying it um that's my way again because because we hate the whole like it depends answer all the time yeah, I know. we like to actually give some sort of answer my answer would be getting them results it's always the oh your coach is clearly a moron if he doesn't always ask so it depends it's like well yeah and he probably doesn't have the ability to think for himself um so yeah exactly. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't siphoned enough information to uh form his own opinion probably um uh, but yeah Sometimes it depends. You'd be afraid of pissing people off. I know, right? People are so we're, frightened, aren't they? To we, we, we're very concerned about doing. <laughs> Incredibly about pissing people off. I piss down off like twenty four seven, so it's absolutely fine. All right, but so I think, yeah, I just think it's how you learn and grow as well. Like you listen to people's opinions and you take them on board, or you don't, and like just oh, I fucking hate the whole. Oh, I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> I feel like if you do five minutes of question on here as well, I'm going to set a timer. Um, quick fire, come on. You just wasted two minutes doing that. All right, started. Um, so we've got a slightly awkward one, um, but we're not going to mention this person. Did you give a shout out to that, whoever that person was? No. Oh, well done, good man. Um, do you want to? No? No. All right. <laughs> Definitely do one of dad's clients. Um, Definitely, yeah. <laughs> basically, if you, if you don't want a shout out, be, a, be Dan's client. <coughs> um, yeah. You know who you are, whoever asked that question. So we've got this person is. Oh, I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> uh, an awkward person apparently, and don't know how to approach the subject. But they would like to know this Instagram uh, follower how to have a conversation with a nutritionist who I don't want to work with anymore. Sorry, Dan, no, you're gone, mate. This, this, say, this, so this this is this, this is, is how my, how to break it. One of my clients. <laughs> How to break information through me to Dan, and I will only say. So I'll repeat the question: How to have the conversation with a nutritionist or coach? I essentially say, um, who I don't want to work with anymore. How to break up with your coach? Oh wow! Um, um, I think so. Dan's got a lot of experience in this because he's had to let a lot of clients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get this a lot. Actually, this is weird. Uh, I have to do this every day. In fact, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, I get these all the time. Um, <laughs> I think, like, over time as well, I've had it from people, like, again, just to sound good here, um, like, almost like the opposite in the fact that I've had people say to me, like, oh, I've... Um, Dan's had to leave this... them. Jesus Christ. No, yeah, yeah. No, like, this, they've said to me, like, oh, this is really hard for me because I really enjoy coaching, I really enjoy it, whatever, but I need to stop or whatever. And there's always that element of, like, 
fear or I don't know, you don't like saying it, but then I think you have to remember that a, a nutrition coach or a coach, whatever, is, is a professional, like it's part and parcel of their job to to have those conversations and they can't get arsy or upset, like hopefully they'll ask oh, you. God. That no. wasn't five minutes. No, me. that definitely wasn't five minutes. <laughs> like, hopefully they'll ask you, like, is there anything they've done that's wrong or if there's anything that they could have improved upon, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. If Unless you obviously say, oh, no, I've had a great time. Everything's been amazing. I just, you know, need to go a different way or whatever. That's Obviously, they're not going to assume anything's wrong. Um, it's up to you, I suppose, whether you want to tell them and give them that constructive feedback um, based on that. And I think if, if that is the case, that's always useful. Like, I've, I think... I had one once about, oh, when was it? About a year ago, nine months, year, no, oh, year ago. Um, and I swear to God, I was like, the whole time I was like, I, I was like, what have I done wrong here? I was like, this is really weird. But basically, over the course of eight weeks, the guy had arranged two phone calls with me and he hadn't done a full assessment week. So basically, he hadn't gone for a full week's worth of calories and weight and expenditure and all this sort of stuff and he cancelled and he was like oh I just don't really get what I'm paying for here blah, 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 all this sort of stuff never filled in a complete week of his of tracking that so I didn't really know what he'd done for a whole week and he'd also never sent a progress picture in eight weeks I was like I don't even know what you look like mate I was like and you know when you kind of sometimes you step back and you go what you know the, the coach will go what have I done wrong here how can I yeah. approach these things better blah 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 and from that I was like this is majority this is on him like the guy's not done anything like he's not sent me a progress picture once he's not completed a full week of any of the eight weeks that we've been over i was like i could have prodded him a bit more maybe potentially but whatever you know and anyway since then it's not happened again so i was like well is it really kind of a huge issue um so i think your coach or the coach would always want to know what they could have done to improve so i think it's important important to, to kind of do that um if you feel that is the case, but you remember as well that not everyone, you're not going to get on with everyone. Not everyone's going to no, want the same things. And like, it's not normal to get on with everyone. So they, again, they shouldn't take it kind of personally. Um, so don't be, I say, don't be afraid of doing it, but obviously you, you've said, you know, you're yeah. quite not personal whatever. Yeah. Um, and you feel a bit awkward doing it, but it's just a well-worded email and it should be the end I of think, it. Really. I think that's, that's the case. I, I, I don't think, especially with, on online coach or even with like a one-to-one like the chances are you're not you don't actually have to see them again if that's what is the awkwardness of it it is just a, a night a nice email thanking them for the work that they have put in i guess yeah. um and then offering if they if you don't want to put the constructive cr like criticism or the reason or just a very brief reason why you you don't think it's uh going forward then you don't have to. But if they ask, then just be constructive about it. Don't be like an ass um, and be like, oh, no, because uh, it was awful. Um, just be like, oh, well, it wasn't as attentive as I've, I I need to like to have. And I feel like maybe another coach may may do that. I don't think this was in uh, our personalities match that well. Do the personality thing. It's like breaking up with a girlfriend, doesn't it? It's just like, yeah, yeah, it's not you. It's definitely me, that kind of thing. Just do that. Uh, saying that from a, a person who's been in a relationship for about nine years <laughs> not have that conversation very often yeah <laughs> it's like both me and Dan are long term in so yeah unfortunately um ooh, that's good I remember like I had it in like the gym that was the where, time like, Dan we have to, we have I know to but I'm just going to carry on um, I remember like I had it in the gym once where I did a class and like some woman complained because she had such bad doms for three days afterwards and I was oh, like yeah. well 
the class was pretty basic. You're just ridiculously unfit. Like, <laughs> you're even my, more basic. So. It's not my fault. It's like you're just you're just a mess. Um, but like, and again, I had to carry. On. I had to see her again in the gym. But I didn't. I didn't think to myself, oh no, no oh god, it's awkward. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, it, it make, if anything, it's more awkward for, for her to be fair. Yeah, but, yeah, hundred um, percent. Really but mind. I just think it's one of those things where you're not going to see him again. You don't have to worry about it. Um, yeah, so just do that and. Yeah, just do that. Need help if, you, if you need help in the future, you know. If help. you need help doing it, like you can just message the person. Um, well, message the person to listen to our show and that next week, and we'll just name it on here. So absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> be a bit weird, but uh, I mean, you know, it's like a, a, a public service announcement. <laughs> FYO, you're not training this person anymore. Have Brilliant. fun, <laughs> or just 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 cancel your your, your I don't know your bank statement, or cancel your payments. No, don't do that because that's. <laughs> See you later. Just, no. <laughs> just send them an email and say it. And just so nice. I mean, like we both had coaches before, and we don't have coaches now. So we've obviously had that conversation before in a personal preference, yeah. personal side of things. So obviously, I was trained by John Clark previously, and uh, the way we broke up was um, I said I wanted to focus on my training more. And he helped me a lot. I basically said he'd helped me a lot with all of my online coaching. I wanted to, and also I got injured, so I needed to rehab. And I love John Clark, but his forte is not rehab, and that is mine. So I was like, yeah, I need to rehab my own stuff. Um, yeah, and I just said I wanted to do my own coaching, and I was looking into some university stuff at that time, and I was like, I'm going to help out with some PhD study, so I'm going to go do that. See you later. And he was like, cool. Yeah, a, a coach's response is always going to be that. It's like, yeah. well, there's not much I can do. Yeah, there's not much. He's not going to try and talk me around. Like, but that was the fact that he was a person that's got a thriving other business that it was a side project for him, essentially, his online coaching. So, which is incredible coach. Just, uh, yeah, my time had run. I was in for like a year and a half, two years. So, pretty good run. Dan, did you? You must have broken up with somebody. Oh, probably, mate, yeah. Probably. <laughs> like, no, no girls, no girls. I mean, right? yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not going to mention whoever. They always, they always broke up with me. You know? I, I don't even know who your coaches were. Uh, uh, it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter anymore, does it? They've, they've yeah. got you where you are today, mate. Uh, well, yeah. apparently. Anyway. Um, it's you now, isn't ad- it? Yeah, next question. Advice on balancing adequate rest with training being a pillar of a happy, productive day. Repeat that again. Advice on balancing adequate rest with training being a pillar of a productive, happy day. So basically, obviously, this guy really enjoys training. It's yeah. it makes you know it's a really part of a really good day for him. But he obviously wants to balance having adequate rest with training. Um, like straight away, you don't have to train with intensity every single day. So there's one. Like yeah. you just don't train balls to the wall potentially. Like you have a day where you just do like some. You know, some some mobility work and some ab work or something that can be a pretty low key day, low intensity day. You could do um, like a metcon day. You could do more just sort of like movements, get a bit sweaty, rather than and using it as like an active recovery thing rather than like a full on executive session. workout. You can go in the sauna. Yeah, that's one of my swimming like Tom used to do. <laughs> um, but I don't think you need to. I don't don't see training as like lifting heavy all the time, and then you're not. You know, you're still going to rest and recover from it. Like we used to get a lot of footballers come in, and they used to just do like 20 minutes on the bike and some yeah. stretching and some swimming. You know, the day after a game, it's just going to promote rest and recovery if anything. So um, have a think about changing your training up a little bit. Yeah, I think I've said that to a couple of trainers um, in third space, and it's. 
don't as <laughs> I said in a seminar I was like don't be afraid of rest it's like rest is your friend 100% um, you're going to come back stronger from it no doubt there's actually if you like two weeks out of not training is absolutely fine obviously if you if you need to train do what Dan said and just go low intensity just go through the motions do practicing skills that kind of thing um, so it becomes all your movements become more like autotomic so yeah they're just becoming yeah ingrained in you therefore you're gonna get built better skill acquisition um which is not always gonna be a good thing just just because you can bench 100 kilos for five doesn't mean you have to bench it every single day right or even to the intensities that you're meant to be just go in there and yeah bench 40 kilos really 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 well that's what dan does most of the time so Mm. Mm. Um, yeah it's not, not much else to say on that one to be fair no I just like just chill out it's fine I've got no trouble with rest uh, no too much if anybody would say that <laughs> <laughs> like the session I did on the on Saturday lasted about two and a half hours I think mainly because it was like texting in between um, but yeah and I was doing ollie lifting so I was allowed to chill out for a little bit and it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's time to do a rep now. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's the wonder, wonderful thing about strength training. It wasn't, it wasn't even strength training. I was, it was fairly comfortable, but it was just stuff I hadn't done for a while, so I kind of wanted to focus. And then, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Better do this. Just taking up one of the racks and one of the deadlift platforms or all the other platforms. It's fine. There's plenty in there. We're good. All right, next question. We were under five minutes there. We didn't get a little, little thing. Should we play one? No. <laughs> you like the little chimes. Um, where are we going? All right. I wouldn't mind a chat about what point volume is considered to be junk volume. At what point is volume considered to be junk volume? I feel like this is more your bag than mine. So junk volume for those. I, I don't particularly know that term very well. I feel like that's an online bodybuilder is, term. It's kind of like volume that you do just for the sake of doing it. So, like for example, if you on if you did leg extensions, you did three sets of ten, and then you you do like you finish with three sets of twenty, and then a drop set, and then a drop set. Like that's like junk volume. Like the main work is the three tens, and junk yeah. volume just like the extra bit. Um. And I think in a properly designed program, I don't think it exists. Junk volume, by definition, you're you're basically it's waste of time. It's either it's either adding something to your session or it's not. So like this, why, for example, when I do drop sets, people always say to me, "Oh, you only put in one drop set." I'm like, "Yeah, only what? Why do you need to do more than one or like do ten? Like, just do one because you'll do it well. There'll be enough weight on it for it to actually elicit a response. There's no point sitting there on like you know level one of the leg extension, just swinging it around. Like that's junk volume, right? It kind of um, it's like the analogy that um, Mike's used on YouTube before. It's like this pen might weigh ten grams." He's like, if I did 10,000 curls with it, it's not the same as doing 1,000 curls with 10 kilos or whatever the math works out, basically. It's like there's a certain amount you need to elicit a response. Yeah. And that's the equivalent, I suppose, thing. It's like, at what point do you not bother doing it? And I think I'm, I've always been, I think, from obviously work, me and Tom training together a lot. I, and even now it shines through when I train with Mike. I'm always an advocate of the slightly lower rep ranges than the higher ones because I do think there's an element to it where people just do too much of that sort of stuff. Um, 
I mean, maybe it shows in my physique that maybe that's the wrong way of doing it. <laughs> but we know from science else. that the fact is that, like, um, un- less, it's something like 92, 92% of uh, your, like, 1RM elicits almost a complete um, activation from all sarcomeres within the muscle. And it's untapped stuff that doesn't affect, like, actually apply within, like, I don't know, what is it, like, 70 to 75%? of one yeah. rm that that doesn't even get active even even if you're going to what is an amrap set um yeah and i think that, it's, that's I just the think... point of what i would always drive home about like people saying power building power building training is like powerlifting with bodybuilding stuff is always in a trump um just somebody who's doing flat out like drop sets and junk volume and also with the junk volume thing i think also it's always done at intensity that's so low that to be honest it's not going to contribute to your fatigue or your volume parameters anyway like your volume load like it's not really. It might hurt. And it might burn a bit, but it's probably not not affecting things hugely. Um, no. I just don't like it. I don't like it as a term. I don't like when people do it. I just think it's a waste of time. I'd rather you save the energy and just give it one more proper set. Why not do that? Um, I, yeah, I just don't like. Well, it. Okay, I think one of the one of the biggest studies I think will probably uh, decide this, and was the uh, I don't know. It was a meta analysis or. A load of other research, which was certainly done, certainly popularized, was the uh, GVT disproving, and how German volley training was essentially pointless, and you got the same amount of hypertrophic and strength adaptation through five sets of ten mm. and ten sets of ten. So you just doubled the amount, of, like yeah, half the amount of time, and got the same same response. So yeah, exactly. it's just about efficiency, right? And even that's with a decent amount of load on. Yeah. And that's, even that shows it, you know. So I just, I, I just think it, we know enough now about training, and we know that actually the, the amount of volume you need is really not as anywhere near as high as some of the you know the previous bodybuilders used to think. It was always a case of just do more, do more, get better results. And of course, they didn't know why they were getting better results, other than they they were hitting the minimum threshold and they were taking shitloads of steroids. Like it's not hard <laughs> to work out. Um, but also, they can obviously take more volume because of that factor um so a lot of bodybuilders will do a lot more volume because they can recover from it so that's the other aspect you have to remember um yeah i just don't bother doing it i just don't think it's worth it like again loads of things like drop sets that sort of stuff i'd rather you just did a, a decent back off set i think you get far more from it get a sweet pump bro mm. that's uh, that's what you kids say isn't it yeah that's it. <laughs> um i don't do it that often um don't have time generally speaking it it tends to take more time therefore i'm not going to do it um yeah and it's very rare that i'll be doing i did i did some bicep curls last week um which is pretty pretty cool um yeah it's nice using some 16s now wow look at you i'm on the 14s mate so i'm catching you i know you're almost there it's my levers my levers are so long yeah i got that nice moment arm to come goes out wider range but yeah just a lot of leverage no. A lot of leverage, mate. But, right, next question. <laughs> mate, you got, we got f- three seconds and the thing's going to go out. We don't yeah. have to do it every time to the buzzer. Oh, it's such yeah. a shit alarm, that as well, by the way. Get a new alarm. That's not the one I normally have. I'm just About like... to, Sure it's not. Sure it's not. I, I that um, <laughs> Which ones right. do you normally have? I mean, on, I just obviously have we both have iPhone 10s, <laughs> right? Like that. sure. <laughs> That's horrible. Obviously, we normally have the normal right. one, right? Mate, they don't want to listen to that one. Yeah. They don't want to listen to them. <laughs> that's the one that's obviously everyone is default, and that's the one that wakes me up in the morning. It's awful. It um, is, is it good. me or you? 
Uh, it's me. Yeah. Optimal protein intake for a person who does a lot of exercise, weights, and football. Um, well, like two, All grams, of the protein. two grams a kilo of body weight is going to be fine. Like, there's no reason for you to go much beyond that. But with doing a lot of exercise, the thing that will contribute more to your recovery is going to be calories and carbs mainly. So you would probably actually All the fats, cycle. Right? So lots of fats. fats. Fats obviously, like uh, to a point, are, are useful, but majority of it's going to be carbs, Tom. Not no, Chris Froome has all the fats. You know that yeah. he's eating avocados, eggs, anything. Yeah, can't um, get enough of it, that lad. So <laughs> you're going to be looking at cycling your carb intake uh, and your calorie intake over the days based around your. What does that mean, Dan? Cycling your calorie uh, intake. Basically, have high days and low days of calories. There we go. Thank you. Because you are going to want to promote recovery. Um, and also glycogen storage at certain times of the week based on when you have your hard weight sessions or when you have your football sessions, etc., etc. You may also need to start looking potentially potentially at meal timings a little bit more than the average person would if you've got multiple sessions in a day, things like that. But protein intake wouldn't differ hugely. I would still go sort of two grams per kilo of body weight. The reason as well you wouldn't want to go too high on your protein intake is because it your overall calorie intake will obviously be pretty similar, but you are better off having more carbs than more protein um, to enhance your recovery, but also to enable you to play football and perform better. So there's a bit of a misconception that more protein is always better, but actually your protein intake goes up. It will take away from your carbohydrate intake, which will impact your performance potentially. And probably the most important one is carbs are way more yummy. Uh, yeah, you, you do say yummy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fucking, I was kind of Isabel would say. I it. know she would. That's a, right. exactly um, why I said it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I wouldn't actually, again, like I wouldn't actually worry too much about trying to get more protein into aid recovery. I would think about more carbs and, and think about where your calories go over the week. What kind of carbs, man? Complicated Har- ones, or the simple Har- ones. Har- just Harry Har- Just lots yeah. of Harry Bows. We um, know that Chris Froome just eats Harry Bows all the way around. Yeah. We know, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, that's that's what you're looking at. Obviously, don't get your carbs from just Haribo. That was a joke. <laughs> Utilize a variety of carbohydrate sources. Yes, that's the technical. That's the technical line. That's, that's the line it. you have to give out because like you're. Yeah. Like, but basically, but basically, cereal Haribo. Basically, big yeah. inverted commas on nutritionist there, guys, because anybody can use that title, and Dan chooses to use it. So you could use it, Tom. I, I'm a nutritionist, hundred percent. Yeah. But you could use one. <laughs> I, I will always say that I did a module in my bachelor's degree in sports nutrition and I passed it down. So therefore, and that was in the third year, so that's a hard one. Um, hey, I, did, I did a module on sports psychology. Yeah, so did I. Brilliant. God knows. <laughs> Basically, uh, <laughs> when I showed uh, Vicky, obviously Vicky's a master's degree in health psychology, showed Vicky the stuff that we were going through. She was like, yeah, so this is psychology about 20 years ago. I was like, yeah. all right, good. Good. I'm glad yeah, probably will be. <laughs> she was like, sport, she was just like sports, sports psychology is basically psychology we did on normal people 20 years ago. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. All right, so it's not very good anymore. She's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not really up to very up to date sports psychology. Um, they probably want to get into like hospitals and stuff to actually get the real research going on. It's like, all oh, right, good to know. There you go. There's a there's a there's something you could do. All footballers need to. Well, they probably do need to. I think they should have a, some sort of psychologist or counselor within football clubs. I think, I think a lot of fucking clubs would do well to get one. They would do very well to do that. Um, yeah, mate. I've got my tangent. Absolute tangent. Forgot what you said. Um, I'm gonna go next question, mate. That's all right. It is your go. <laughs> it's like, this is weird. Um, so, tips on managing a person's expectations once the end result. 
but not the hard work. It's generally the kind of oh, thing. That's, hell, that's what we all want. You know who you are. Um, yeah. Once the end result, but that's that's just just being human, isn't it? Um, yeah, that is being human. But I think there's all there's all. I know people who are like that though. Like I've got a couple of clients like that at the moment who they're going through the process of dying for their shoot in June, right? And they kind of think, oh, I don't look, I'm not going to be ready. I don't look like that now. And I'm like, you do realize it's 13 weeks away. Oh, but you know, oh, but I'm not really, I'm not really strong. We're ready on time. It's like, well, I've done this a few times. Like, you see this picture of this guy? Yeah, yeah, he looks really good. Yeah, yeah. He didn't look as good as you look now, 13 weeks out. And then, you know, you have to give him that kind of like, well, look at this guy, look at this guy. It's obviously different if you're in person or whatever. But yeah, I think the whole, the whole thing with it, I always tell people is I always kind of use their previous history as a way to put it into context for them. And they go, oh, yeah, you know, like last five years, I've just really let myself go. And I'm like, yep, it's going to take probably a bit more than five months then, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, probably. Um, and also you have to just constantly remind them of how far they've come when they do start. Um, and just stick to the same lines as well. Like don't try, don't, when I say that, what I mean is don't fold and, and like give into their their wants and their needs because they'll expect it all the time. Then you have to stick to the party line, which might just be like, look, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. And then when they have changed enough and you do have that picture, you can go, look at that. Look at that change. Um, but it's human nature. Like that's normal. I think you have to just, you get better at that the more you do it. And maybe it's something that we do naturally without even realizing every day, every week. Yeah. I mean, there's one, it's a big nutrition fit. I guess ugh. it's weird because obviously I deal with rehab and it's, uh, and obviously people want to know when they're going to be better. And there's always my managing expectations is to say whether they will ever be better or whether I ever think they will return to where they would have yeah. like were before. And I try to always, I will always err on the side of caution and be like, um, pfft, I don't know. Um, we're gonna try the best we can, and always make it like we. Um, we're gonna help, and we're gonna do this together. Because if they feel like they're on their own to do something, it's very hard. Um, but in terms of, I'm guessing managing expectations for not doing the hard work comes to rehab as well. Because I'll tell somebody maybe that, like it is a thing that they need to do a morning routine or this kind of thing to stop something seizing up or such. Them doing that ten minute every day. Very, 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 very hard. We both know that. We've both been in rehab situations that we would have slacked off and done, not done stuff um, just to keep it moving, right? Um, but the the lean, like, I don't know, the hard work for, like, losing weight, I know I don't know whether it's a bad thing, but I always go, uh, I get John, is it Berardi, Berardi, his workout? Is that his name? Mm, yeah. He's, that's the cost of getting lean, right? His little infographic. Um, he's the guy who wrote PN, right? Precision Nutrition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got a uh, you can you can Google this right now. The cost of getting lean um, by uh, Precision Nutrition. It's pretty good as a as a thing to look through, and you can kind of. So it's just got like how to get abs. Basically, you're you're working yourself down. So it's like all right, if you want to be less than six percent or women less than 16%, this is what you need to do. You need to do more of this, and this is what you need to do less of. Are you willing to do these things? This is about managing expectations. And if they say no, all right, well, this body is probably unattainable for you. Therefore, we're going to 
scale it back one and be like, all right, mm. so we could probably go from six to nine percent body fat for a male, um, and be like, are you committed to doing this, this, this? No, all right, well, this is probably unobtainable at the moment unless we're willing to do this. So we're going to scale it back one more time. So and then it goes all the way from like a six percent and below uh, body fat and all the way up to yeah, um, just greater than twenty percent. That's basically like. Um, do you want to eat more processed foods? Do you want to eat lots of big portions? <laughs> do you want to eat really quickly and do less exercise, <laughs> less whole foods, and sleep less? Then you're going to get this body. Um, mm. And obviously that class is unhealthy, but then healthy 15%, 20%. Um, for example, it would say eat more slowly, be have more society, like satiety, <coughs> uh, include um, one to two like things of uh, protein, more portions of protein each day, um, measure your vegetables out a little bit more, exercise three to four times a week, do less of, drink fewer caloric uh, beverages, um, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's all about, yeah, just obtaining a body. I quite like it. It's very simple. Um, it's pretty easy to just, I don't know, read for somebody as well. Managing expectations. Cost of getting lean, mate. Sometimes it costs too much. Yeah. No, it does for sure. Like some people, like me and Mike did that today. We're supposed to be dieting for the shoot, and we both mm. just like can't be bothered. Like got no desire to do it. Like mm. it's just not when it's not there. It's just not there. Like you don't. Again, there's no point in fighting it as well for some people. Like, but then at the same time, we're also at a pretty decent body fat level. Where we're actually both pretty happy with how we look, and that, that's also part of it, right? So yeah. it is hard though. Managing expectations is what I do every single week. I think. I think as coaches, that is one of our. I hardest think that's what you to do, do right? every. You know, I think every that's coaching. Day. I think that is coaching. You have to you have to show people where they've improved. You have to show people where they've done well. You have to reassure people sometimes when there isn't any change that that, re, that what they're doing the is going to get going them. To happen at some yeah, point. it's going to yeah. get them. You know, change in the future because they're doing all these other things and then all that sort of stuff. It's just part and parcel. And I think that's where having experience as a coach is is vital and and having either been there yourself where the person wants to be or having other loads of other your other clients who've been there before. It helps because you can see the patterns evolve, and you go, look, like you can use examples. You go, this person who was here, they had the same problem, they had the same big thing they're worried yeah. about. And, um, I think always looking back to those start pictures is really, really useful. Yeah, um, I and, do all if, time, I and if they're saying they want the result but they don't want to work hard, then you just be like, well, you're never going to get that result. Just like choose another result. Then, like, yeah. this is your other result. You're going to maintain this body weight, like, or have a broken limb forever. You will never and make it in context that might actually hurt them. Be like. All right, Dan, you've broken your leg. You'll never rehab this. You'll never like run about with Isabel. You'll be like, shit, I need to do that, and really yeah. like tap home to it. Um, yeah, be pretty, pretty shocking. But maybe shocking's good. Yes, yeah. usually a case. All right, is it you? Yes. Um, yeah, this isn't a serious question, though. No. Oh, I think we're onto the stupid questions then. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can take, take, you take it as you will. But this question, guess who it's from? Why hasn't Mike been asked on? <laughs> Yeah, um, we're a serious podcast. It's from Mike's mum. Yeah, it's Mike's mum, yeah. <laughs> devastated. I think I, I do think Mike has been asked on. Um Yeah, we, we tried to get one around Christmas time, didn't we? As if he really listens to this anyway. But we did I, we did ask him on for Chris, uh, Christmas uh, pulley episodes, one of our most listened, like that one and our like predictions for the year. Uh yeah. two normal, like most listened to shows of the year, right? And uh, yeah, Josh was there. 
yeah, we couldn't we get the date up, right, could we? But, um, yeah, Mike so, was like, oh, I've got to go back up north. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, the real reason is I can't be asked getting more shit off him in a, on a podcast when I get him <laughs> it anyway, so mm. it's not happening. Unfortunately. I'm sure it will happen at some point. But... It'll happen the day that Tom gets on the YouTube channel, probably. <laughs> I'll be there at some point, don't worry. Yeah, we'll, we'll go I'm into not... London and film for a day I'm, with Tom and, on gonna... YouTube, and then we'll also do a podcast. I'll turn up at your training day. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> everyone. I'm just, there. I'm just, no, I'm just sitting at the back, go just in disguise. Yeah, <laughs> come under a different name, but like, mate, you won't know what half. That's the wrong. Machines, <laughs> you, won't, you won't know what half the machines do. What? I think that moment arm's wrong, Dan. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how the strength curve works. There'll be such nerdy little like callouts. Be great. Um, yeah, start a petition. We want Tom there. Good. I don't want to go away. Bath miles away. Too far for you, isn't it? Too far for me. Um, yeah, we've got stupid questions. Well, this one's a stupid one because it's uh, one of my... I know he's not going to listen, so, but I'll tell him not to answer the show. Um, if I consistently squat at the same weight but eat so much pie that I gain 20 kilos, do I get stronger? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Yes, because you've, uh, you're consistently squatting at the same weight but you've gained 20 kilos of pie weight, therefore you are plus 20 kilos, and you're still lifting the same weight as you were. Therefore, net mass is higher on yeah. for your load. Okay? Thank you, Tom. If anyone wants to go troll him, Tom Taylor, 1900 is his uh, thing. I'm sure he's probably private. Oh, he's pretty weird. Yeah, please do that. All right. <laughs> you got any stupid, other stupid ones, mate? No, mate. No. I've got a I've, serious one. Did them in the wrong order, really, didn't we? Yeah, we did do that. I've, I've got one other stupid one. Uh, it's from my sister. Um, Weetos or Cheerios? She knows we uh, talk about cereal quite a lot. There's only one There's only, there's one, only winner. one winner there, and she knows this. It's going to be Weetos. It's got to be Weetos. Weetos are a thousand times better than Cheerios. Yeah. If there was chocolate Cheerios... Even honey Cheerios are good, honey but Cheerios. they're not. They're, they're not, not as good. They're, they're not, not wheat chocolate. Toes, are they? So, I think. Why hasn't there been chocolate Cheerios? They're just little, little Weetos, really, aren't they? I think they just thought to themselves, "What's the point? Weetos have got this sewn up." Yeah, yeah. I'd say, <laughs> unless they're owned by the same brand, and they just, yeah, could be. They possibly are. No, really, don't know if you know. All right, you got one more question. We've we've rattled over the forty minute mark, so. Um, yeah, Jamie Ring. The one shout out, brilliant. Oh yeah, well it's because he, <laughs> he asked the other one before, and I was just like, oh, uh. um, right, let me bring it up. It was about something about hit classes or something. Don't know. It was how to gently maneuver clients away from hit classes and onto the gym floor. <laughs> just uh, with a leash. Yes, yeah, I'd say stand up to <laughs> them. Um, <laughs> I think, again, highlighting the positives of when they do their sessions with you with that with it involved on the gym floor, I suppose. Um, but also, there's nothing particularly like, like, if they need to lose weight and they're doing cardio and they want to do a hit class, like, and they enjoy it, like... Yeah, there's nothing what, wrong with it. I like, think, like, as long I as they don't hurt themselves. I'd also, rec- I'd also sort of suggest to them, look, increased risk of injury, um... You know the fact that there's you know there's no massive I suppose eccentric loading and potentially how that could affect their muscle growth or tone or whoever it is, you know if you're the demographic you would talk it about in the right way, um, potentially. But at the same time, if it's a calorie burner, do it. 
Right, yeah, I think it's just uh, a case of if that's the only thing they're doing, we've been through this before, if that's the only thing they're doing, then yeah, we, you might start to be like, all right, well, to get to achieve the body you want to achieve, it's all about the expectations thing again. We probably need to do less of this and more of this, but we can still definitely do this. So it's the kind of, you're still going to do your hit class if you're doing two a week, blah, 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 but we're going to train maybe once a week or once a fortnight, you're then going to do a weight session instead and just learn how to lift some of this stuff properly um, to get that toning effect, exactly what Dan said, or muscular build. Uh, yeah, on, depending on the requirement. Defogram. Demographic. Jesus Christ. That's the one, mate. <laughs> Absolutely stumbling. Um, but yeah, I feel like we've we've covered that topic before, and it is uh, it's it's obviously a fairly big one with the popularization of like hit classes, and there's like boutique studios that open up everywhere. But yeah, if it's if it's a calorie burner and it's a social thing, then I hundred percent think it's great, um, and it's getting people moving. Um, and doing more healthy stuff, essentially. And then yeah. there'll be more, possibly, they might be more interested in lifting weights after those classes um, because they'll be like, oh, I quite like doing that. Um, or I can't do a pull-up and it is required in one of these classes or I want to move up those weights and now I can't do it. Then suddenly it's like, all right, well, I can help you with that. If we start doing those weight sessions, we're going to get better at those classes, which they definitely are. Um, mm -hmm. So... Yeah, it's about that expectation as well. Making sure you can be like, all right, you're going to get even better and better than your friends if you do this as well. Easy. Easy, yeah. Positives, right? Nice, mate. I think we've got time for any of the other topics. We'll, we'll, we'll put them to next week. Yeah, I say so. I say so. It gives us content and we don't have to think about anything next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's rated our show. To be honest, um, 111 ratings. Might have it. It's and I believe 109 of them are five star. One of them is four star, and one of them is one star. We've obviously pissed somebody off at some point. <laughs> the four star one annoys you more, though. I know the four star one annoys me more because it's just like, well, you you almost did it, but you're like, no, not quite great. <laughs> yeah. The the one star is clearly like. We're not scared to speak our mind, and we will probably piss some people off. And they've just gone, nah. Or it's probably like a rival show, I'm sure. So, yeah. yeah. It's Steve Hall. Steve Hall. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it'd, be, it'd be someone who can't take a fucking joke. There's plenty oh, of that. 100%. It'll be, it'll be one of those people. Jesus. So, it'll be fine. It'll be AJ Morris, definitely all over. <laughs> no, he's fine. Shredded by Science? No, I don't think they'll do it. We could go you're for just it. Going, you're just going across all the podcasts. It's, yeah, it's like that you also might like that that bit is always funny for me. Um, there's a couple on there which I wish they wish they weren't there, but you can uh, you can message me about that. <laughs> but there's a yeah, there's a few interesting ones. Bodybuilder.com have their own podcast. Do they? Yeah. Well, they actually they shared one of ours previously, which I thank them for. Um, yeah. But you know who I saw the other day? I didn't get a chance to catch up with him. Mr. Fittest Man on Earth was in my gym. No, it wasn't really, really. He was, yeah. He was training a client, and then I was, but I was also lecturing at the time, so I couldn't really like shuffle over. Um, I was like, oh, do I? Uh, I'll, I'll leave him be. Um, I haven't messaged him actually. That's all I should have told him. Obviously, I don't normally work out the Soho branch, but I was in there far too much. 
over the last week. So teaching. It's good, mate. But yeah, wonderful. But he, thank you if you've rated. What's that? You'd say he was training fine. I think so, yeah. Um we have some special things with Ross who can he can come in every now and again. So based off uh, men's health stuff. So the men's health guys and women's health use our gyms, right? And obviously we'll Ross's big affiliation with them. And uh yeah, I think I think the editor of Men's Health is also the third space editor of the journals. So I write for him. Must be doing bit. something for like the, the magazine or something, maybe. Yeah, 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 I think so. Um yeah. But cool. when, whenever whenever there's a controversial topic, I usually get something from a guy called Ted. Um, he's just like, Tom, you want to piss somebody off? Yep, sure. I'll write that. <laughs> Why? We should only be... like He will ask me like the stupidest ones, and it would just be... It, I felt like Dan. He was like, Why would you only advocate... Um, it was like machine weights. And I was like, yeah, I'll write that. It's fine. It goes against that whole ethos of uh, <laughs> training movements, moving well. But yeah, I can write that. It's fine. Um, it's, yeah, very interesting. It's good. All right, mate. Thanks for coming on. Cool. Thanks for coming on, Dan. Well done. Thanks, Thanks for, mate. Uh... It's kind of like my thing, isn't it? Like, I, know you're, <laughs> I know you're trying to kick me out. I know you're snotty, but yeah, he managed to, managed to get, get out of bed for this uh, little show. All right, guys. Um, nothing more from you? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> All right, perfect. We will catch you next week. See you later, guys.